0: Jamie here. I wanted to talk today about the power of forgiveness and just kind of share my journey of forgiveness with you. Um, And the biggest for me, okay, so the greatest pain, the greatest thing that causes me pain usually is the greatest lesson that I have to have to make life easier for me In the future. So, what do I mean by that? So, the greatest pain that I had in love, which, you know, I ended an 18 year relationship um, because it was a very unloving, um, unfruitful relationship. And it was, it was, it hurt me deeply. And it took me a long time to recover because I was in it for so long. But I needed that great pain to be here today and to love so freely, to love um, without attachment and to even know when to let go of something that isn't serving my highest good. So it's much easier now because of that extremely painful experience so in forgiveness I'll, I'll tell you a story in a moment but even with forgiveness even in that ending of that long relationship there was a lot of forgiveness that I had to extend to the other person and extensions of people and myself and because it was so hard it took me a while to be able to truly forgive and to um to mean it <laughs> number one because I think sometimes people do say they forgive, they're so quickly to say they forgive but they constantly hold the offense over the person um in the future which is an indication that you're still holding on to it so even in forgiveness I had to it had to be so devastating to me so hurtful that in you know once I was able to recover and learn new tools later now it's way easier for me to forgive now like yeah, it's so much easier. So, like, now I really, really... And ultimately, my goal is to get to instant forgiveness. I don't know if you guys know about um, Neil, Donald, Neil Donald Walsh. I love him. I love his teachings. I learned a lot from him. Um, but he has a video on YouTube called Something to Effect of Instant Forgiveness. And I love it. And it's it's so what I do now but I you know I wish to grow in that area um greater but um so but the offense uh had to be so devastating and so hard then that I had to you know recover learn some new tools like I said and then now it's way easier for me to forgive because that was so hard to deal with so okay so let me give you some examples So I'm sharing my life because, you know, I I want to share my story with you to help you to liberate yourselves from, you know, unforgiveness or people who are unloving, unkind, you know, who lack truth um, and things like that. And just hopefully that you'll listen to my story. See if there's something that you can pull out that you can apply to your life and learn to grow with it too. Because I, I believe a lot of us walk around in pain. We're holding on to some, maybe some childhood pain, some offense that you know we, we never were, never were able to fully recover from. Because we maybe we don't know how to let go. We don't know how to forgive. We don't know how to love. I don't know. So something like that. So okay. So my biggest hurt heartbreak today was ending my 18 year um relationship which was which was a marriage as well included a marriage rather um and you know because we really thought we would be together forever and when we got together we were young I was in there's was an eight year eight year age difference I was eight years younger than my ex and um so when you know when when I met him when I was younger I was just so carefree (laughs) um I you know I wasn't thinking you know it's just a lot of things that I didn't know and as I developed into in the relationship and started to grow and change you know the more we we, um, became apart because he didn't like my change and in the end he ended up telling me that he was jealous of me he was envious of me um, and confess some of his truths that I wasn't even aware of and in that amongst that I found out later I didn't even know that he was um, a narcissistic soci- sociopath um, so I didn't even know that and I, I mean and so he knew He knew, but I didn't know and um, even when I p- confronted him with the information because somebody, somebody sent it to me because somebody I was confiding in about my relationship um, who was helping me get through it was like take a look at this and I read it and then, like, looked at the traits of a narcissistic, I call it narcissus now, narcissi- narcissistic sociopath, um, and what leads them to get that way and all this other stuff, and I was like, oh my god, literally, it blew my mind, because I'm like, wow, I didn't, how could I be and live with somebody for 18 years and not know this, right? So I felt a lot of guilt, I felt a lot of shame on, you know, on that for myself, because I'm like, how didn't you know? Like, I wasn't paying attention, Um, You know, I take full accountability for that. You know, it was my choice, my life or whatever. I don't blame him for anything. Um, I mean, in the beginning I did, but now, you know, as, as I was growing, I don't you know, I always, I take accountability for me and my, my choices and my actions, you know, and then I, I blame myself for wasting so much time. Like, how could you waste so much time? And it's because I didn't know who I was. I didn't know my power. I didn't love myself enough. I didn't value myself enough. So, but I learned so much from this, you know, relationship and that experience that like got me here today. So I, as I look back, I needed all of that to happen, every single bit of it, right? So now I have no regrets. So it's, It taught me how to love. Um, It taught me forgiveness. It taught me, you know, how to be the the truth. (laughs) And um yeah, so so many other great things came from ending that relationship, right? So the power of forgiveness, let me tell you. So okay. I we ended a relationship and come to find out within I think like three months, or if it and possibly before then, my ex-husband that I you know knew for 18 years was in a relationship with someone new and come and found out the girl looked just like well not just like me but she looked like me um and he was kind of throwing it in my face like he had it all over his social media them as a couple um and we didn't even tell our own families that we were getting a divorce and he was already showcasing this new relationship so for me that was devastating it was hard Um, and you know, it just, it just was a fight within me. So I'm just going to go over like the bigger things that happened. Um, so of course I was, I was, I was broken within those moments and in the process of like rebuilding myself and repairing myself. And I did a lot of like affirmations, like I am love, I am peace. I am wealthy, I am beautiful, I am worthy, like stuff like that and I had them posted everywhere. I had them posted in my car and at my workplace, on my refrigerator, I wrote it on my mirrors like everywhere I had it on my phone just to remind me to say these affirmations and that, that helped tremendously because even though I wasn't all of those things while saying it, I believe that I could be and that I would be and I said them with conviction and um, out of all of it, I ended up becoming all of those things. It was like a list of 50 affirmations that I said every day repeatedly and I became every single word that I spoke and that's where when I started to realize the power of my words like wow and I heard about it and I was like curious and that's when I did it implemented it in my life and just saw the change that it made so I know I'm talking about forgiveness let me get there <laughs> but um you know I'm, I'm also talking about and sharing my relationships and the depths of it because like I believe that relationships is one of the like the biggest challenges of humans that we have not learned to master yet you know if you talk to your friends your family like everybody has like issues in relationships and it's like well not everybody the majority sorry have issues in the relationship that are like that we're not able to resolve and make peace with and that's what I've learned out of like ending this long-term relationship so I'm hope I'm hoping this helps you. Okay. So moving on. So um in the process of like me feeling betrayed, um feeling abandoned by you know my friend, not only was he my husband but we were friends for years. I considered him a friend. Apparently he never considered me a friend but whatever. anyway so like you know I felt betrayed I felt abandoned I felt denied because it was a point where he denied me as his wife he was like you're not my wife she's here and you're not right so um you know I mean I was literally crushed like I was crushed and my initial reaction was I wanted revenge okay I wanted revenge (laughs) like I had to fight within myself not to seek revenge and I'm like Jamie you who are you are you who you say you are and if you are you would not um seek revenge on these people right so um yeah like and then apparently he was like telling and because at the time me and him was still in conversation and you know because it was so fresh and new and I was like you know we would one minute, you know, we wanted to leave in the relationship, one minute we was like, well, maybe we should get back together, or maybe we should end this relationship, this marriage, and start a new one, get married, you know, take some time out and get married again, so, like, he was also, you know, living a double life, so he was telling me one thing, telling her one thing, whatever. So... Then, but apparently, like how they started their relationship, come to find out, he was telling he was basically combining her. That's why that's how a lot of like adulteries and and what's it um, affairs happen because you know the hurt person goes and seeks help, emotional support from the other person, and then it gets physical and you know whatever um so yeah he was telling her all about me she knew all my business she was like all stalking my social media I didn't even know at the time um and because I would post something like a heartbreak or something or be like yeah I just feel like I got punched in the face I remember I posted that years ago and everybody was like are you okay what happened I said I I said I feel like I just got punched in the face with words um because I had just got off the phone with him and He caught me and was like, Why'd you post that you, you know? But apparently, the girlfriend told him it. So, I don't, it was like crazy how, like, whoever I still don't know to this day, I don't even know who she was, but how, because I was like, I'm not focusing on her. Um, how I didn't know, know how this person knew all these things about me and I knew nothing. And, you know, to know that my friend or my former friend, like, you Know, told her that I'm um, like, I just felt so betrayed. So, anyway, fast forward, you know, it just took me so long to recover. I had to end my communication with him, um, especially with the, I don't know if you guys know, but a, I'm, I'm gonna do a podcast on a narcissistic sociopath and not to put them down or not to like shame them in any way, but just understanding why they are the way they are and how they got there is so imperative. And just for me to be in a relationship with one for 18 years and be totally clueless, this that that's what it was and you know not no. um I just want to help somebody to liberate them because um as long as that person that narc so stays the way they are the only way to disconnect like totally and have peace is you have to end communication and of course unless they change if they change then great but yeah that's the only way otherwise because they're very extremely manipulative um and they just they're just used to creating um scenarios to convince you of things um but I've learned so many things about narcissistic sociopaths I noticed I'm gonna just give you a quick one that they it stems from um them being abandoned as children and particularly by the mother so and it's so funny because like after learning about it and like talking to some of my other friends who, who was in relationships with men and I'm not saying all but like a lot of them had ended up having narcissistic sociopaths. The ones who didn't, like if you if a child is abandoned by their mother, particularly men, but this happens with women as well. But if you are abandoned by your mother and no one steps in to fill that like mother role for you and like that nurturing role, not just taking care of you, but that nurturing, loving, um, supportive role, then most likely that person will be a narcissistic sociopath. Um, but if you have someone who does step in and fills that role for you, there will be voids and you will have some trouble, but it won't be as devastating and like they won't be like necessarily a narcissistic soul. that I hope that helps. But anyway, yeah, like as, as and just my evaluation of um, people and friends and communication with them, like I can identify a, Nar- a narcissist now. But anyway, <laughs> so um, oh, the power of forgiveness. Okay, so yeah, so I had to. Take accountability for, for Everything that I allowed to happen in my life Right so that was the first step Um then at some point I had to forgive him Cause he, he you know he He asked for forgiveness and all that And um you know when he first asked me I, I wasn't ready to forgive cause I was I was still pissed and it was still Affecting me and ultimately infecting Me in my mind my thoughts you know Just the thoughts of revenge coming up I remember one point I had a plan of how I would Seek revenge and I'm gonna share that with you in a minute But um so I was like, I you know, I'm not ready for that. I'm just I'm just not ready and I was honest, like I I just can't forgive this offense right now. And I really wanted to like if I said it, then said I forgive you, I really wanted it to be true. Meaning I'm not bringing it up in your you know, the future and always reminding you of how you hurt me and what you did. And for me, I had to take accountability in this whole situation like i can't just point the finger at another person and say oh it's all your fault no I played, especially in relationships, I believe when you are in relationship with another pre- person, it's two people, right? So both of you, let's say that relationship fails, both of you are responsible for the breakdown of that relationship. I don't, I never believe it's only one or the other because it's either something that you overlooked, something that you didn't consider, a red flag that you ignored, or you know, some type of behavior that led up to that moment. So I had to take. Full accountability for my role in the breakdown of this relationship and the way it was playing out um so so then I got to a point where I could forgive him because the more I was like loving myself and working on myself and building my self-worth I realized okay I can I, I, I have the power and the ability to forgive him so I extended the forgiveness and I don't know it took me a while like months I don't remember exactly how how long, but it was months. So I finally extended extended the forgiveness to him, and I was like, you know, wiped away, you know, gone then what I realized later my next lesson after that was that I had to forgive myself I was like because even after forgiving him I was calling myself dumb like I can't believe you did that that was so dumb or how could you be in a relationship with a man and not know this (laughs) or how could you allow this man to treat you this way this way for so long like I would just like um I would be critical I was I would be critical of myself so like that came to the forefront and I'm like. I have to forgive me and that took a while because I had to you know constantly just rebuild myself so it was in, in the it was still in the process of that as me rebuilding myself and reminding myself of who I really was and you know saying my affirmations and then at some point I started to do um self-hypnosis because I looked into that and I started to do that at night I would listen to self-hypnosis um uh videos from YouTube I did a whole playlist download of different topics and I would listen to that at night. And it started to reprogram my mind and reshape the way that I thought about myself. So I got to a point, and that took months and months. And that got and then I got to a point where I was able to forgive myself, right? So I was like, oh my God. Like I just, so it was like total liberation from that point. So first I forgave him. Months after that, I had to, you know, work towards forgiving me. And it felt good. Okay. Then um, then at the same time. Next was, like, a test, which I didn't know at the time, but it was, where he came back. He came back probably about a year or so later. No, not a year. I don't know. Maybe, like, eight months later or something like that. And now he was broken, and he was sad, and he was doing all this stuff, and he asked me for help. Can you help me? Because now I'm learning new tools. I'm learning new resources. I'm like, yo, I'm lit. You know, I was like happy. And I was getting, you know, more comfortable being, you know, myself. And I was like, and I was even getting to a point where I was like, "Hmm, maybe I should start dating. But I didn't start yet because I still knew I had to do a little bit more work and like healing my heart. So um, then he came back and was like, can you help me? I need help. And I'm like, and apparently him and a girl broke up. Um, and you know, he's ask, you know, still asking for forgiveness. And I'm like, I forgive you. Like, we, you know, so I'm like, at some point, I was like, yeah, I can, I'll help you. I will help you. Cause then I'm like, Jamie, I'm based with it again. Jamie, if you, if you are who you say you are, you would extend the help. And I'm like, okay. So I decided to help him. And basically, my help was we would communicate. We, oh, cause we had stopped communicating. I had to stop talking to him. Um, we started communicating again. Um, and I would send him resources. I would tell him what to do. Like, okay, you need to, you know, do these affirmations. Because we weren't aware of that, you know, in our relationship. Um, Download like these videos. Do this. You know, helping do this. Did your dad to keep in holding him accountable? Because he said he was ready for change. So, that lasted for a couple months. And, but what I... You know, okay, so what I didn't realize though is that narcissistic sociopaths, they're very manipulating. So I kind of fell back into the trap. And then it was like, oh, maybe we could get back together again. Like we, we started to talk about that and think about that or whatever. So um, then this is long, <laughs> but I'm telling y'all because it's, you know, relationships is, is it's a struggle. Now, let me tell you, let me take you back. This is about 2014. 20 yeah 2014. So, um, okay, so he you know he's back in meaning as far as conversation, and and by the way we live in different cities so we're we're video chatting and all this. So at a certain point he wanted to get back together and I was like no, I was strong enough to say no like no I don't want to get back together we could just be friends. So um, he ended up getting back back with the girlfriend. But like keeping it from me. And then, um, but we was like, I don't think I said no. Maybe I said maybe or something like that. Or we'll see how it goes or something like that. Yeah, It had to be that. So fast forward a couple months after that. One day I had this epiphany. I must have heard something. I don't even know what led me to do this. Oh, oh, you know, what? we had a conversation the night before. And he said to me, well, you never really felt felt fought for this marriage anyway after ending you just wanted to sign the papers and end it so he planted a seed in my head <laughs> and I allowed it and I was like he's right and then I got cause I was I was not dating I was like still single so I was getting lonely cause it was like what months and months 8 months 9 months I don't know 10 months a long time since you know I had engaged with a man in <laughs> any way conversation you know just you know that just that that comfort, um, yeah, stuff like that. So that emotional fulfillment, and um, so I was like, you know what? And then I saw the imp- impact that it had on my kids, and it just started to weigh on me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to fight this for this relationship. So I had decided one night, that night after we had talked, to fly to Philly and to save my relationship. <laughs> now my friends called me the night before one of them called me the night before we was talking and he was like I have guy friends and he was like trying to talk me out of it like what are you doing and I'm like I'm going I'm going to save my marriage right cause at this point the divorce, divorce proceedings had started but it wasn't finalized and um and I did all of that so um so I flew to Philly overnight, and I was like, I'm not going to tell him I'm coming, I'm going to surprise him, (laughs) oh my god, I'm so glad I could laugh about this right now, so I got there, called him in the morning, like, I'm here, can you come get me from the airport, so he came to the airport, and oh my god, as soon as I got in the car, I was like, I'm making a big mistake, (laughs) I was already in Philly, and I was, I came there on a Saturday, and I was going to leave that Sunday night so but as soon as I got in the car I knew I made a big mistake I mean it was it ended up y'all being the worst day of my life (laughs) it was the worst day of my life okay so come to find out the girlfriend was living with him or had keys to his home and he refused to take... Number one, we were still married. This is my husband. He refused to take me to his house. <laughs> he refused to take me to his house. And he was basically like, where you want me drop you off? <laughs> I can't believe i He was basically like, where you want me to drop you off at? And I was like, yo. Number one, this is the man who I... Okay, I ended, we ended the marriage months later he asked he came back asking me for help i poured into him and helped him with what he asked me to do um i even like gave him money because he was like struggling and like gave him resources and help you know on how to build up his self-worth and to know that I come into town and you're my husband and you totally deny me like I was crushed y'all and then after I had already rebuilt myself back up you know even though I wasn't a hundred percent but because if I was at a hundred percent I would never did that but I was probably like what 75 percent feeling myself so um so then we ended up going to a park or the lake rather and talking and I mean he was just he was so angry I mean I just saw that not much had changed like he on the phone he had to decide like things was getting better and this and that and maybe we should work on this and this and that But then in person, he was angry. I saw the hatred in his eyes when he looked at me, um, like a a sight that I've seen before. And um, it was just so familiar of my past. And I'm like, I had so much anxiety. And I'm just like, oh my God. And then, um, so we went to the park and I'm like, I could just tell even in his new relationship, he wasn't happy. He was just miserable, right? And, you know, he started to share with me some things about that. And I'm like, I didn't even know, you know, y'all was back together. Um, so he was just living a double life and he was getting to a boiling point of, he was tired of like trying to, um, maintain both relationships. Like he's over here with me and I'm like, what's going on? And he's over there with her and she's mad. Cause you know, he's talking to me and I'm the wife and she's the side chick or whatever. But she's pissed at him for... But I'm like, y'all, like, it was just messy as hell. So, he got to the point where he was just like, I don't even care. Y'all could talk, right? So um he um so he had like he would get out the car and like she would be she oh you know what it was y'all this is what it was because when i found out later she was talking my social media i had posted me in philly and like you could see like the headlight on his truck and i was like i'm in philly y'all hey so she must have seen it on my social media and caught start she was like blowing up his phone he parked the car and had to get out and go talk to her and um so I'm pissed I'm like oh my god like I'm like why did I do this number one is this my life number two and so okay so then he got back in the car we were arguing because I'm like why you gotta get out the phone get out the car to go talk to your side you know I'm pissed whatever and then he was like we just gonna all talk about it So I'm like, if we meet in person, we're probably going to fight. Because that's how pissed I was. Like, it will probably get physical. So we ended up all talking on the phone. He called her. And um, when she got on the phone, oh, my God, this man changed his entire story. I mean, looking back now, he was in survival mode. He already knew that I was out. So he, it seemed like he was like protecting their relationship because he didn't want her to leave and be left alone, right? So he totally defended her in everything. He basically was like, you're not my wife. I didn't tell you to come here. You're not welcome, basically um and but but the night before we're talking about saving marriage and he even asked me to um watch that movie the war room at the time because he was like you never for a relationship like this whatever so i just fell for it this is really (laughs) wrong i fell for it and i felt so stupid i felt so low Um, I ended up changing my flight to fly back that day because I was like I I have to get out of here I can't be you know be here Oh, so she was when we were all through on the phone, you know, she was talking calmly of course because she's a side chick I'm like you're a mistress. She's saying she's not a mistress because we're not together. We're still married Like it was just a, a hot mess and he's denying me. He's taking her side. I'm like wow I cannot believe this is my life so I, he ended up dropping me. We, had, Me and him had a, after I kept hanging up on her, she kept calling back. Um, he ended up taking me back to the airport. We had a heated argument because he was saying he didn't say this and didn't say that. And it was just like, wow, wow. So got out the car. I went on, you know, put my flight back. Um, and I was devastated. I was absolutely devastated. And But that was the pain in the day that I needed to say to myself, Never put yourself in a situation like this. You've—I already had the tools. Like I already had my affirmation. So I'm just repeating as my walk back to like to the um to the part in the airport where you sit at. I'm just like I am, you know. I am. I'm crying. I'm devastated. I don't care who sees me. My world is shaken because I had hope. I had. I did have a little hope that we can recover our family, you know. So. I, you know, I'm just reminding myself of who I was. And I think I put in music, cause that helps me a lot too. Like, especially positive, inspirational music. And I'm just like, oh my God, I cannot believe I put myself in that situation. But that was the pain that I needed to feel and the embarrassment and the shame that I needed to feel in order to never, ever, ever in life accept that type of behavior again from a human being. And ultimately, you know, I needed more time to repair myself again. But this time it was a little quicker. I was able to um, heal myself. It took me actually 30 days. To recover from that. Because, I mean, when I got home, I was crying. Um, I listened it was this song that I listened to over... I had to go... Um, I flew back, and then I had to go get my kids the next day. And it was like a two-hour ride. I listened to this song the whole time on repeat. And it was called, You Are Loved. And I listened to it the entire time and it filled me up and I, you know, I grew stronger as days went by and I just loved on myself and reminded myself again of who I was and I would never do this to myself again, right? I promised myself and let me tell you guys, I have never done that to myself again. In fact, my relationships today are a hundred, a thousand, a million times better because of that devastating pain that I had to go through in my life. I needed that to be here today. So I'm able to love so much more freely because I said I would never do that to somebody else. I would never do that to somebody else. Um, I never want anybody else to experience that kind of pain and they won't because of who I choose to be today. I will always speak the truth. I won't I don't need to lie. I don't need to hide who I am. I don't need to, um, you know, fake my experiences. I could be vulnerable. I could be authentic. I can walk in peace. So today all of my relationships are peace with the exception of that one because he doesn't want peace so I have to just you know leave him where he is and the day that he you know agrees that he wants peace and that he can be peace absolutely we can come in community and have a conversation but I choose my experience and I choose my reality and I chose that horrible experience that day but it just was such a great reminder of how I will never ever do that again I mean today I love people (laughs) and when i'm in a relationship or i choose to get in a relationship with someone it's love it's real love like it's it's reciprocity we're both giving we're we're coming with a servant's heart because my heart was so broken in the past that i i never want to experience anything like that or even a you know a tenth of that and I don't because of who I choose to be today so forgiveness I had to extend forgiveness to him it took me you know some time but I did it right and not only that not only did I have to forgive him I had to forgive this girl who I don't even know I think I only know her name her name is Karan um I don't even know her but I totally forgive her like I totally, totally get it because it's no way in the world that she is at the time was a woman who loved and honored and cherished herself because she felt that she had to be second or ultimately first to a man who was married and connected in another relationship. So it was no way I knew she was a whole woman, meaning whole as far as like her heart, her mind, her spirit. Like you have to be broken to enter into that type of brokenness. So I had to forgive her, okay, for her role in the situation. um, And I, you know, I, I extended forgiveness to him. And it's just like, it's just such a free moment. And forgiveness, I, you know, I I love, um, what's his name? James. Is his name James Allen? The guy who wrote The Power of the Subconscious Mind. He has a chapter in there on forgiveness. And it's so true. Like, I believe in forgiving and forgetting. You know, I love a lot of people saying, oh, I can forgive, but I ain't gonna forget. No. I want to forget that experience, trust me, that story I just told you, I want to forget that. I mean, there's certain things that I did actually forget that cause I, you know, I'm like, I'm not holding on to that experience. I'm not attaching myself to that. I'm willing to let it go and release the offense because I know my life is greater because of that. So I say to you today, who are you not forgiving that you should be forgiving and, and you not forgiving them is holding you back in life in some way, shape or form. Um, so like forgetting, I'll, I'll remember the lesson that it taught me, but I'll release the person and release the offense. And I just believe that we have to do that so much more to in today's world. We, you know, we hold on to petty things and we don't forgive our own family. We don't talk to people because of something that they did to us. And, you know, what we don't realize is that we're holding ourselves back in the process. We're not, you know, we're not we're not holding them back we're holding ourselves back in it like those moments when I was unwilling to forgive my ex I was holding myself in bondage and it wasn't until I decided to release it and truly truly need it is when the day that I like set myself free so I highly encourage you guys to do that today Um, And know that if you went through a heartbreak or, you know, a bad experience in a relationship, that it's not the final destination. My life is so, so much greater now because of what I had to experience. And and I know people go through way harsher and more hurtful things than what I've shared with you today. But that is leading you, if you allow it to, to somewhere greater. So, um, yeah, the power of forgiveness. I hope this helped someone today. Thank you so much for listening. Be well.